You're listening to Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. Hello, you have tuned in to Rocket with Dr. Tamika here on Dash Radio, where we discuss insider secrets to health and so much more. Here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika, we make health relatable, doable, and most definitely fun. And yes, you've guessed it, I am Dr. Tamika. So my rock stars, I hope you have your minds in gear, your ears ready to learn, and you're ready to take your health to a whole new level. Because what I have for you now, I'm like, I'm super excited because we are in year two of Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. I'm like, what's up? This is so fantabulous. And you know, we're starting off our series on the way to good health. And I want you just to think about that. There's so many different ways to embrace health. Everybody has a health journey and no one needs to compare themselves to anyone else. So what someone else is doing on their journey, do not get hung up on because you are on your own journey and you are enough. So as we embark upon this, I have to let you know, I need you to get ready for our next guest on Rocket with Dr. Tamika. Now I have her bio here and I haven't memorized it, so I'm going to read it to you, okay? This is Jill Annenberg-Lawrence, okay? She is a board certified health coach from Integrative Nutrition and Nutritious Life. But check this out, before even becoming a board certified health coach, Jill was a comedian and entertainer. And her approach to wellness truly, truly reflects that. Not only is she tons of fun, but also she has a huge heart. She uses this kindness and warmth approach towards her clients. And she directs this like gentle soul. I mean, Jill is like, when you talk to her, when you hear her, you're going to be like, okay, who is this woman? She's truly an advocate for people, but just as much as she's an advocate for people, she's an advocate for animals. Yes, and look at she has her cat there. Um, she has a degree in journalism and she writes humorous wellness blogs. Now I need you to understand this. When she's, if we weren't in the COVID times, she would be out uh, holding a seminar, being at um, a corporate event. I mean, she's out and about, but COVID has got her kind of sitting back. But with that being said, you know she also has a YouTube channel where she like goes and talks about all kinds of different topics. And her animals, sometimes they do like a cameo. So, you know, there's going to be some bloopers there, right? So one of the things I want you to know about her is that she is someone who empowers you with knowledge to make choices. And I love this because choices to create a healthier, happier, and per Jill, a funner you. And yes, you said it, Jill, <laughs> a funner you. And that's a word and a lifestyle. Am I right, Jill? You are them right. Yes, funner <laughs> is a word and a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So let's welcome to Rocket with Dr. Tamika. Jill, what's up? Yay, what's up, Dr. Tamika? I've been so looking forward to this. I am like over here, like jumping for joy because I mean, I spoke to you and I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to have you on Rocket with Dr. Tamika because you bring such a different perspective, life, vitality, and we need joy right now. And you definitely are the epitome of joy. So let me ask you, can you tell our rock stars a little bit about yourself and how you got going into this? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm really lucky. I grew up with two parents that were really into wellness. My dad, yeah, wherever we were at, um, whatever house we lived in, there was always a room that had a gym and I have an older brother. So he taught me how to use weights and I started weight training at like 14. Okay. My favorite thing was arm, still to this day, I love arm wrestling people. Like when my girlfriends and I get together, we always arm wrestle. 
Um, but yeah, so I grew up going to health food stores and my mom would talk about vitamins and supplements and healthy food and taught me how to cook. So I was really fortunate to just have that infused. It's just part of my DNA. And okay, I'm going to ask yeah. you this. Okay, look, is that one of the animals I hear? Yes. I love it. Okay, my rock star. You know we are practicing social distancing. So I don't know how many animals Jill has. I know she loves to rescue them. So how many do you have? In my home right now, I have three. I have my black cat, Nala, my two dogs, Simon and Mila, and then my husband and I actually have a horse in Burbank. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's three. I have my Great Dane risen. So let me just keep it real, my rock stars. You may hear a dog bark, a cat be out, a phone <laughs> ring. A child come through and say, mom, just because we're keeping it real here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika. So go ahead, Jill. I just want to make sure that our listeners knew what we're dealing with right now. And she has <laughs> a horse. Okay. A yes. Horse. Yeah. I, well, my husband and I, obviously I'm going to be with someone who's just as obsessed with animals as I am. And I told him, I said, it was just such a natural t transition to get a horse because we love animals and then you can do a sport and ride an animal. Like it's the most amazing thing ever. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the big goal is to have a huge ranch where I can rescue all the hooved animals, goats and pigs and chickens and all the things that I don't eat. I want to save them and put them on my farm with lots of rescued dogs. My dream is to have a pregnant cat and keep all her kittens, but my husband's allergic. So different husband, just kidding. <laughs> maybe a no, yeah, maybe a different one. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <I have> dream. <laughs> So because you were around health, like what was that, what, what inspired you to become a health coach? Yeah. So I, like I said, I was, I was always into it. I played sports all throughout high school in college. I personal trained. I always was like going out and dancing and just having a good, sorry, I'm having an update pop on my, here we go. Remind me later. Don't they know that we're busy right now? <laughs> See, this is, this is real life. It's popping up, telling me to do a refresh. I'm not doing a refresh right now. I'm doing Dr. Mika. I have to do it because we are right in the moment. We'll stay right in the moment right now. Give me a moment. I heard a phrase the other day that said, be where your feet are. And I thought that was so good because our minds can go forward and back in the future. And no, where your feet are right now. Right now I'm sitting here at my desk talking to you and I love it. Oh um, okay. So yeah, so just throughout my whole life, it just was one transition to the next personal trainer. Then I moved to LA. I was in entertainment, did comedy, and I was doing a lot of fitness type show, not not posing, but um, hosted shows. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's one of my bucket lists. <laughs> That is true. Okay, my rock stars, you may not know this about me. Like one of my bucket list items is to enter a fitness competition. My hang up is I don't want to wear that bikini because I'm like, she, she barely has on any clothes. But that is a bucket list item for me. <laughs> I, I think we can make that happen. Okay, we'll talk because I'm serious. That's a bucket list item. <laughs> really is. I, like it. I like that for you. And I'm imagining just like an amazing bikini that you could wear and you could even like write funny sayings on it. I mean, it's little material, so you'd have to be concise. Maybe just right, rock it. Now, like, I don't want people to come like, I want to be with Dr. Tamika because I saw her on stage. No, the brain. I'm intelligent. <laughs> intelligent. All right. So <laughs> you are, so this health coach has definitely been part of your upbringing, which many people don't have. I mean, it's really a part of you. Yeah, it is. And my whole family is integrated into wellness. My cousin's a health coach and my brother is just beyond knowledgeable. He's been listening to so many podcasts and stuff. So we get to bounce information off each other. Um, but when I transitioned kind of out of entertainment and into health coaching full time, I just wanted something that was my own, that no one could take from me, that I didn't have to audition to get the job. Like 
when you get these certifications and you absorb all this information and then you share it and it's coming from such a place of passion, like, don't get me wrong. I love entertainment. And I still, my husband gets annoyed. He's like, you don't have to one up everybody. And I'm like, but I want to, like, it just makes me feel good. But now I'm sharing information that can extend your life, that can make you happier, that can clean toxins out of your beauty products and your skincare products, things that actually make a big difference instead of just telling dick jokes, you know? <laughs> Okay, look. They're fun too. <laughs> They're fun too. I'm like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go against that. We're going to say that, but to keep it real, we're like, okay, you have this going on, this going on. And let me throw in this joke real quick. But it makes it lighthearted. And one of the things I love about this show is that we get to have fun, and yeah. with laughter, you get to learn some different material that you could possibly use. You know, my rock stars just could benefit you, your uh, partner, your spouse, someone you work with, a family member, but whatever, whomever you're around, it could benefit because you're like, hey, I heard this. It's kind of funny, but it's true. So I love that about it. Um, so I know that um, I wrote this down specifically. I know your mission is to empower people like my rock stars and with knowledge to make choices that create a healthier, happier, funner life, right? Absolutely. How do you do that? How do you do that for your people? Yeah, well, first you have to start with what are your goals? Why are you doing it? And it's always like four layers deeper than that surface. Oh, you know? thank you. It's, it's so much deeper. And even with myself, when I want to do stuff, you know, I always ask, like, here, here's an example. When I was letting go of my acting representative, my agent, the ego side of me wanted to keep it. And I was like, well, hold on. If I keep it just to say like, oh, I have an agent, who cares? No one cares. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it makes me unhappy. And I kind of had to unravel that and then say, well, if I take that off of, you know, my big plate of all these things to do, and now I have time to research, to coach, to get another certification, to be on a podcast, to write a blog, all of those things then move my life in a forward direction. So I think first knowing what are your goals, why is it important? And then what are just the little action steps that you need to do to put it into place? And then you're in a direction that actually makes you happy and you're doing it for you, not for someone else or for some ego-driven reason. But I think that's important because I, I'm glad you said that. It sort of is in alignment with what I said at the top of the show is that, you know, this is about you. Mm -hmm. It's really, really about you, not what's going on next to you, around you, what could have happened, what should have happened, what you're waiting for to happen. Yeah. But it's about you right now, where, where your feet are, right? Where your feet are. That's where you are right now. Um, let me ask you this. When you, um, when would somebody know that like, they could benefit from a health coach. Like I can tell you right now, I know what a health coach is, but I'm in that world, right? But there's some mm -hmm. people when I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to talk to a health coach or I did this and I, this health coach, said, what's a health coach? Like, they're yes. I, I, this is my favorite way to describe it. A health coach. So it's a version of, imagine three people come into a room. You got a nutritionist, a therapist, and a life coach. They have one wild night together, make a baby. That's a health coach. I do a little of all of it. I'm talking to you about nutrition. I'm talking to you about your life. I'm not a therapist, but I'm really getting deep about what are the reasons you're coming to me. And it's everything. I mean, it's really a transformative experience. And when clients first come and they're like, oh, I just want to drop a little bit of weight. My blood pressure is high. I want to lower that. The amount of things that we shift and change, you know, where it gets spiritual. I had a client just tell me, oh my God, I, I can see that my aura has changed. And I was like, wow, girl. <laughs> right. But I think that because it's important that um, you're touching upon different areas. Like people go see their hairstylist, right? Who's a therapist too. Mm -hmm. um, well, I guess when we could go to the hairstylist, then they'll go to... Um, see their actual therapist and they're like, so they'll go to their good friend who's like the free therapist. And then you have the paid therapist. 
Then you have the therapist who you're paying to do your hair. So the fact that you're like, let's talk about this. Let's do a little therapy. Let's do a little bit of health. And then you're throwing in this other aspect, three in one. Now they have you. So that's a great blessing. That's a big, big blessing to have that. Um, what do you think some of the most common issues are that when people present to you, that surface stuff, the surface stuff? Let's see. I mean, there's a number of things. I mean, obviously surface, it's wanting to lose weight, mm -hmm. but then all of those things underneath, why is that important? All of your, all of your markers, you know, when you go get those blood tests, cholesterol, blood pressure, all of that, it's so important. And especially like in the time that we're living in, the better health that we have, not just physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever that looks like for you, all of those things impact our life in a monumental way. So a lot of people come and they're like, oh, I just want, you know, like I'm not sleeping great. And it's like, okay, well, how is your relationship? How is your work? How are, you know, like, are you actually doing any physical activity? And they're like, oh, well, actually I'm having some issues with my husband when I get in bed. That's when my mind starts wandering. Or I really hate the job that I'm in and I wake up in the middle of the night trying to think, can I get another job? And I'm like, so your issue isn't necessarily sleep. Your issue is your lifestyle and something that doesn't feel right. So now just naturally your body, is, it's coming up and erupting in a different way than just like, oh, I can't sleep. Like there's always a reason underneath and why. And that's what I want to figure out and determine instead of here's a pharmaceutical drug that'll knock you out. And then you're going to need a cup of coffee to wake you up. And then you're going to need a glass of wine to put you back to bed. It's like a cycle of destruction. <laughs> it's inevitable. And it's interesting you say that because I'll have my, some of my women clients who will come and they'll say, you know, I'm not sleeping. I'm like, okay, but don't ask me to give up wine. Don't ask me to give up wine. I'm like, okay, I'm not asking you to give up wine, but wine may be contributing. And I'm not saying all wine does that to everyone, but for some people, it wakes them up. They'll try to go to sleep and two, three, four o'clock in the morning, ding. It's like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I got something to do. And then you hit upon something that I think is quite powerful relationships, whether it's the relationships with your spouse, the relationship with your kids, the relationship with your coworkers, the real relationship with yourself, it definitely has an impact on your overall well-being, And that could be impacting your sleep. And then you're like trying to fall asleep and then you have all this stuff in your head. So what do you do? You go on, I mean, it's from some of my clients, they'll go online and they start to researching. Let me look this up. And yeah. then researching in one hour, two hours. I mean, do you, can you relate to that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, even for myself too, I mean, just because I'm a health coach and I work in wellness doesn't mean that I have everything perfect or figured out. And I think that's, what's really cool. And I don't know if maybe you see this with your clients, but a lot of times I'll mirror what's going on or they'll come to me for a specific, uh, I don't want to say issue, a, a specific reason goal. And I'll have just overcome that myself. So now I have the experience so I can empathize with them, but then I also have the solution and steps to get there. So yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's always ebb and flow too. You know, like I recently was sick and all of the things that I would suggest for someone to do is what I did for myself. And people are like, oh, did you go to the doctor? I'm like, no, because they would just give me medicine. That's not going to actually make me better. What made me better was my slew of holistic supplements, getting sleep, cuddling with my dogs, taking time off. And another thing I wanted to say that you just mentioned was the comparison. A lot of times we'll compare how other people do things. And I always tell clients, you know yourself better than anybody else. And you know what works for you and you know what's right for you and what makes you happy. So not everything is right for everybody, whether that's food, whether that's certain entertainment, you know, goals, business goals. Like there's always tons more things we can do, but we have to be happy and satisfied with where we're at and what we're doing and what's in alignment with our true vision. Oh my gosh. I always say, you just hit the nail on the head. You know you better than anybody else. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no matter what doctor, your mom, your dad, your cousin, 
your uh, family friend, whoever raised you, they know you, but you still know you better than you. Yes. Anybody else. You know yourself better than anybody else. So the fact that like, I'm really big on working on helping people not to compare themselves because it can be toxic. Mm -hmm. Toxic in so many different ways. Now, let me ask you this. We're focusing on ways to good health. And what advice would you give people when they come with you? Like they come to me right now and I've heard it since late December or early December rather. Um, what's, this is my new year's resolution to get healthy. Like what advice do you give people when they say, this is my new year's resolution? What are your thoughts? Yeah. So I'm not about deprivation, by the way. You know, I think a lot of people get worried like, oh, you're going to tell me I can't eat this or that. And when, like you were saying with the wine, how about just reduce it a little bit and then find an alternative or a swap? That's my whole thing too, is there is a swap for everything. You can have cookies, just have a better version of them. I was listening to something uh, earlier where they were saying like, oh, the the women love eating banana bread and pumpkin bread. And I'm like, I eat banana bread and pumpkin bread. I just bake it with different ingredients so that it's actually nutritious for me. And then you only need a, a slight or a slight, um, less amount of it because it's more nutrient dense. So I would say add in, add in a lot of healthy stuff so that it crowds out the foods that are not so healthy for you. So just getting, it's so basic, but eat more fruits and vegetables. Let me ask you, Dr. Tanika, today, did you have any fruit or vegetables? I did. I did. And a girl, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a trick question. <laughs> I did, but you know what's interesting is that like, I do not like breakfast. I've never liked breakfast. Even going to school, I've never liked breakfast. But okay. what I have found is that I enjoy, um, I enjoy smoothies, right? Yes, so me I'm, too. I'm like, I'll put everything in that smoothie. If I'm taking my vegetables or if I'm taking anything, I'm like, it's all in the smoothie. And then if I'm taking a supplement, I'm opening it up and mm -hmm. I'm putting it inside the smoothie. I'm like, okay, everything's inside the smoothie. So I'll drink that. So yes, I did have some vegetables today and some fruit. I think I'm a little behind though, because I had a big workout this morning. So I can feel like, I'm like, oh, I'm a little hungry, but I did have it. What about like, one of the things I'm noticing is that a lot of people don't drink water. And if they do, it's not enough. Your thoughts on that? I'm with you. I agree. My dogs are barking in agreement as well. Drink more water. <laughs> um, so one thing that I do is I keep a glass of water next to my bed. Obviously you wake up in the middle of the night, your mouth's a little bit dry, drink some water. But when you wake up, you have a glass of water there to then just remind you to drink a glass of water first thing because you're drooling, your eyes drip a little bit. We become dehydrated in the evening. So if you just start your day with a glass of water, awesome start. And then I keep a glass water bottle or stainless steel, no plastic bottles because plastic has BPA, bisphenol A, and that mimics estrogen in our body. And that is an obesogen. So if you're trying to lose weight, but you're drinking out of plastic water bottles, even if it's BPA free, it's BPS or BPF, which are just as detrimental, do the same thing. And those live in our fat cells. So an easy swap is to drink your water out of glass or stainless steel. Okay, I need you to help. Like, I see, I know what an obesogen is. So let's help them understand. Can you tell us again what an obesogen is? Yeah, an obesogen, it, the word sounds terrible as it should because the description of it is even worse. So an obesogen lives in your fat cells. It's not able to get detox out very easily. And when it does, our liver has to work twice as hard. So sometimes people will get sick and they're eating fruits and vegetables and getting rid of all of the stuff that's inside of their bodies. Sorry, these dogs are going crazy outside. I feel like every dog in the neighborhood is like, I want to be on a podcast. They are agreeing. They are agreeing with what you're saying. They're saying, yes, the obesogens. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes. So um, a visual example is plastic Tupperware. 
you put spaghetti sauce in it, you wash it, it still is kind of red. Well, how does that happen? It's not on the plastic anymore. Now it's living inside of the plastic. So if you think about that, plastic molecules then go into our bodies when we're drinking out of the plastic bottles. You put everything in a plastic bag and plastic Tupperware, and it's just, it's too much for our bodies to handle and we don't process it out easy at all. So that's a very easy switch because all you have to do is just go once to Bed Bath & Beyond with that 20% off coupon, buy a 12 pack of your glass Tupperware and boom, done. No more plastic in your house. Okay, I need you to understand to say that again because when I think about swapping things out, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be expensive because this is what I hear my clients say, like, oh my gosh. I even have my family members who are like, I'm like, you know, why are we riding bikes with this plastic? Well, what are we? No, that's going to break. It's going to hurt somebody else. And I'm like, okay, well, are you that thirsty? We can just buy some water and just pour it out. But is it expensive when you start to swap things out? Because that's important to for people to hear. It does not have to be expensive at all. Uh, I have gone to the dollar store, 99 cent store, the Dollar Tree, Marshalls, Home Goods. All of those stores have affordable, um, you know, like Tupperware options that come in glass. And then they have um, also stainless steel options as well. And the thing is, once you switch those out one time, you don't need to rebuy them again. Now you have it. I bought, um, I'm trying to think, six bottles, six glass bottles. I think they were maybe 20 bucks six glass bottles. So instead of going to the store and continuously buying a 24 pack of water or however people do it, now I just keep those in the fridge as my waters and refill them with a filtration system. That's it. You're done. So these things don't have to be expensive. Hope you're on mute. I hit something. I'm like, I thought my, my dog was starting to cry. I'm like, telling her, shh, shh. <laughs> um, I think that's important for people to understand because when you start to switch things out, they start to think like this is going to be quite costly. But at the, be- at the beginning, you're going to do things in small bits. You're like, okay, just let's start with the glassware. Okay, we're going to get this. All right, now we're going to go away from the nonstick Teflon pans and we're going to our skillets and we're going to move to this. But just having that little hack, that swap queen you call yourself swap, you know, I love Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I mean, this is really, really powerful. So is, are there any other things that are like that come top of mind as yeah. it relates to things that people can swap out? Yeah, well, as you said, with nonstick pans, it's PFOAs, perfluorooctanoic acid. You don't have to remember the name. Just remember that the chemicals, if they're heated, the pans heated above low, which no one cooks on low, we're all cooking our stuff high, that it emits into the air and it lives in the air, in our bodies, in our cells, again, for like 75% of its life. So it takes a long time to get out of our bodies. If you ever buy or adopt a bird, they will tell you, you cannot have nonstick pans because their little lungs are so sensitive, it will kill them. So imagine we're that much bigger, it still has an effect on us, but for a bird, it's gonna kill your bird. Oh my gosh, I did not see. I did not know that. And I'm thinking about my husband. They had these African, they had these two African pairs or something. I'm like, did the Teflon pants? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was very dangerous. So an easy switch for that, inexpensive, the Lodge cast iron skillets, they are like $15, $10, some are 20 if you get a bigger one, will last you forever. And also it has iron infused into your food and makes your food so good. We'll leave it in the oven, turn it on to 400, you know, 350, 400, cut up some broccoli, some Brussels sprouts, throw them in. And since it's hot, it crisps them. And then you throw it back in the oven and you have amazing vegetables. Very inexpensive. You could do cast iron, or that is cast iron. Um, a navel of the cast iron is a nonstick option. It doesn't have, it doesn't um, have any chemicals on it. And then of course, stainless steel. Okay, so as I'm looking at this is because there's so many different, and people get like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm like, no, remember my rock stars who were tuned into Rocket with Dr. Tamika, 
baby steps. What part do you want to start with first? Do you want to start with the glass? Do you want to pick one iron skillet? Like, what do you want to start with? Just start there. I mean, this is important. I'm loving this. Jill, you're like dropping little knowledge. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to do that. And also, I just want to move this, let's move this into the shower. So the things that we use every single day, if you are not comfortable or you don't want to get rid of something right away, finish out your shampoo and conditioner. And then the next time you buy it, choose a different brand that has essential oils in it. If anything has, let's just do a quickie, sodium lauryl sulfate. Any sort of fragrance is a phthalate that again will mimic estrogen in your body. Um, what else would I say? Uh, any of the parabens, it just ends in paraben, methyl paraben, propyl paraben, all of that stuff. I mean, there, I, how much time do we got? I'm but just kidding. Look, I won't go into I'm all of it. tell you right now, Jill, like, first of all, I need to say this right here. If you have questions, please do not hesitate to hit me up on Instagram at I am Dr. Tamika. Tamika, T-A-M-I-K-A. All right? So hit me up on that because Jill is here and she's daily, moment, every moment. I hear a different pearl. I'm like, okay, where's, I'm, I'm trying to write notes. I can't even keep up. <laughs> you can call me anytime. <laughs> so parabens, keep going because I don't mm -hmm. think people realize how much stuff is in different things. And I speak from my own personal experience. I have a good friend who cycles. And one of the things him and his friends were saying was like, oh, my, my bottle is BPA free. The cycle shop is BPA free. I'm like, but it's full of something else. It's mm -hmm. full of something else. So let's really be honest with one another. So go ahead. What else is in the shower? I'm like, don't tell yeah. me. Yeah, um, propylene glycol. Uh, I'm just gonna call out a brand in particular, Kiehl's. I just say it's a very expensive endocrine disruptor. <laughs> the second ingredient after water is, what did I do? Uh, propylene glycol. Sorry, my mind was going like 10 ingredients faster. Um, propylene glycol is a petrochemical. It's the same thing that is in gasoline. And it's so dangerous that the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, has their workers wear masks, gloves, a full uniform, and then they have to bury it when they're done. It causes liver toxicity and so much more. And that's what we're putting into our hair. It's absorbing into our brain, into our skin, down the drain, then back into the environment, into the water that the animals drink. You know, it's all interconnected. So I won't go into too many more chemicals, but it's just, if you're reading a list and you can't pronounce what's on there, you don't know what it is, if you're so inclined, you can be a dork like me and look it up and understand. But once you swap those things out, it's really easy just to use a different condi conditioner or shampoo or body wash. You know, it's interesting. I heard this one, um, I believe it was a naturopathic doctor that said to me, when you're working with your clients, and I remember this was in the very beginning stages, and, and she was very clear, if you cannot eat the stuff that's on the back of whatever you're using, then don't use it. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, really? are you serious? I'm like, you really have to stop and read because there's so many things that you would not eat. So Absolutely. Why, are your skin? why are you putting it in your hair? And you're wondering why your hair is coming out. You're wondering why um, you're having a breakout in your skin. I'm like, okay, we really have to slow things down. I mean, like really yeah. slow things down. Yeah. And you think about your mouth, our mouth, you know, like our under our tongue, our gums, it immediately absorbs, crosses the blood-brain barrier and immediately goes into our bodies. And we're using toothpaste with fluoride, which is a chemical. This might be, you know, um, a controversial topic, but right. I would suggest for everybody to do your own research. But it's a, it's a toxic runoff. It's linked to so many different ailments and it's very unhealthy. I've been using toothpaste without fluoride for 10 years and I have zero cavities. My teeth are perfect. So does my Wait, husband. Do you eat candy? Do you eat candy? Yes, I do eat candy still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
like if you don't eat candy, you just doesn't count. Okay, love. I don't know. I eat candy, and I like those sour, those like sour BS straws that are like sweet and so. Those are my favorite. <laughs> oh, we try. Oh my gosh, I'm like, don't do it. I'm like, what is this? A sweet tart straw that I get to just chew? ooey gooey chewy? The worst for your teeth. That's what I like. Like, I, like, like in sour patch. I'm like Swedish fish. I'm like these are the worst candy. So you see. My rock stars who were tuned into Rocket with Dr. Tamika. I have some issues as well. October is a challenging month for me. That candy just calls my name. I'm like, it's one month. Should just be one day. But I'm like, I indulge a little bit during that month. So if you're That's saying so no fluoride in the toothpaste um, and your teeth are great and you eat candy. So I'm like, it makes people like, <laughs> what I'm hearing Jill say, and I want my rock stars to understand as well, is do your research. You know, it's one thing to listen to an expert and really um, identify, but also do your research because you want to know for yourself as well. I mean, I'm super um, thrilled because I know questions are going to be coming in. And while they're getting ready to come in, let me ask you this. Do you think as people pull back the layers that the issues deal with self-image, insecurity, childhood trauma, like what do you think is going on there? I think everything you mentioned and more, I think that everybody has a little bit of that comparison, the I'll be happy when syndrome, like I'll be happy when I drop X amount of weight, I'll be happy when I have this job, I'll be all of that. And it's like, we have to remember that we have our happiness in us. It's not something that we can go find. It's within us. Right. Um, a lot of people do have trauma. You know, I, like my parents got divorced when I was 10. No one other, I didn't know any other family that had a divorced set of parents. I had to work through that, go to therapy, but then I got to know myself so much better, what I wanted in a relationship, extending out to friendship. I think also boundaries and to say no, no period. It's, an, it's a full sentence, no period. <laughs> but a lot of that, I think a lot of people just, yes, no, period. <laughs> Setting boundaries and knowing, knowing your worth and knowing that you do know enough. You are ready. I, a lot of times people question, like, is now the right time? I don't know if I, if I can make time for this. And I'll tell you what, when things happen that are a priority or like an emergency, we make time. We make it happen. We get up a little bit earlier. We crowd out the stuff in our life that isn't meaningful. And we make time for the stuff that is. And our health, our well-being, you know, using, like we talked about earlier, just using good products that will increase your life, your longevity, eating more fruits and vegetables, occasionally having candy. Hell yeah, because you got to live your life. There has to be balance. You know, I definitely will splurge, but I bring it back to the morning smoothie with all the good stuff in it. I love that you have your smoothie and that that's what works for you. That's what works for me. Other people don't like it. They'd rather eat their food. Fantastic. Right. But I think, you have to, like we said, you have to find what works for you and then do a healthy version of that. And I'm loving that because I'm thinking when I hear you, many people struggle because they don't really know what the healthy version is. You mm -hmm. know, you're looking at, or I'm not a good cook. I don't know what to cook. I don't know what to eat. Classic. I don't know what to eat. Mm -hmm. They're saying, again, I'm like, I'm in this, I'm like, if you feel like you're in a bubble or in a box, then that's the wrong feeling completely. Because there's tons of things that you can have. It's just having that great, uh, swap that I'm glad that you're able to bring that to the forefront. This is your girl, Dr. Tamika. Got a health question you want to ask? DM us at I am Dr. Tamika. Discover insider tips on how to rock your health with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. Jill, we have a couple of questions coming in. Do you mind if we go through them? I would love to, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have Bobby from Sa South, sorry, South San Francisco. As a health coach, what are some of the ways you assessed the clients you've coached. Are there any situations that you would not take on a particular client? If someone doesn't cuss, you are not my people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, 
actually though, I do like to make sure that we are, are on the same page, kind of similar energy because I want them to enjoy the process and I want to as well because it gets very intimate. I also want to know on a scale of one to 10, like how ready are you? If they're like a four or five, I'm going to be doing so much more work and trying to pull it out of you and make you want it. And I can't make you want it. Just like we can't make a man want us or a woman want us. Like they have to want, and then it feels better when you guys are both putting in a hundred percent on both sides. Um, having their reasons be the right reasons that they're coming to me because again, like they want it, not because like ugh, a doctor's forcing me to come. What are you going to tell me coach? You know, it's like, I want it to be enjoyable for all the parties involved. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you have, Oh my gosh. You're like, I tell you, you just drop a little by little. <laughs> and I like this because, um, I think about, I tell my clients, I'm not here to convince you to work with me. Right. Mm -hmm. My goal is for us to make sure we have a partnership and we're working together and I may not be a good fit for you and you may not be a good fit for me and that's okay. Let me direct you in the direction that can help you. At the end of the day, I want you to get your results. And if someone's not a good fit for you, you're like, okay, well, I just want you to be the best that you can be. And I agree with the thought that if I have to, if you're a three or a four on a scale of one to 10, you're still not, you're not there yet because I'm going to have to like convince you. Then you're not going to, then you're going to regret it. And that's not what, what I'm about. And that's what I think I hear you saying as well. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to resent me when I actually could be like your best friend in your wellness journey. You know, I, I feel like most of the women, I work with a lot of women, a couple of men, but most of the women that I've worked with, I've become really good friends. And it's awesome because I'm going so deep into their lives and into their psyche and into their emotional lives as well that we get really close really quick. And it's really a beautiful opportunity to be able to explore that with somebody else and to be that integrated into their life and then bring such a big change. And like you said, if someone's not ready for that, you can't force it. No, you can't. And you don't want to force it. I think that when people truly, you're ready when you're ready. When you're ready, you're like, okay, this is it. And even if it's like you're ready, but you're a little fearful, that's okay. A little fear is okay. You know, like, all right, I'm a little scared, but I'm gonna do it. Great. Um, let's see, we have Tina from Seattle, Washington. I have aspirations. Oh, this is a good one. I have aspirations to become a health coach and I'm planning on getting certified in 2021. What are some of the most challenging things to do while you obtain your certificate as a health coach? Oh, that's a good one. Carving out the time and saying no to things like reality TV, The Bachelor. I mean, we're not really going out right now, so this is a wonderful time to do it because there's less pulling at you socially. It's making sure that every single day you put it into your calendar. As with anything that's important for us, if, you're, if it's not in your calendar, next thing you know, the day's over and you're like, oh, I forgot to do that. So putting it into your calendar, when I, I, my integrative nutrition school was a year long and it was really intense. And I, every single day, like that was my first priority was to watch the module, to watch it again, to take notes. If I drove somewhere, walked somewhere and did my laundry, I was re-listening to that module again. So it would sink in. Then I would go tell somebody about it so that I could now have it come out of my own mouth, my vernacular, how I'm going to say it and be able to speak it in a more articulate way. I would say it's, it's finding that time, it's making a priority, it's saying no to things, and you're having to sacrifice other things to make your priority, which is your school and certification, actually come to fruition. Right, and you know, it's one thing that I say to um, patients, to other physicians is like, you need to set aside the time. Mm -hmm. And people are like, like you're, you're so busy going this way and that way and all over the place, but when you really want this, and I mean, Tina, you really want this this year, so, I'm going to like piggyback on what Jill is saying is set the time. 
literally. And that's uninterrupted time. Let me be very clear about that. You can set the time and then your phone goes off. You get a message over here. You get a notification over there. You know, the laundry's going off over here. There's no interruptions during that designated time. Your thoughts on that? Do you agree, Jill? I so agree. And you just made me think of no distractions. And that's something I still have to implement today is minimizing the distractions. You know, like I'm home and my office, I share with my kitty cat. She's employee of the month every month, but she's a distraction <laughs> sometimes because she'll come walk across my computer. And, you know, like I do not ever put the two uh, email address in because sometimes I'll send an email before prematurely because she'll walk across my keys. And I'm like, ah, what did I just send? But minimizing the distractions and the things that take you off course. I always put my phone on silent or I turn it off altogether because you get that beep and it's just human nature. Like who texted me? Is it, am I going to win the lottery? Like, what is this? And it's nothing. It's just a distraction or a silly meme and it has to wait. And um, I would say minimizing social media as well, because yes, social's fun. Maybe save it for when you go to the bathroom, but also if you're eating healthy and you're eating your fruits and vegetables, you want to have enough time in the bathroom because you'll be in and out getting your business done. <laughs> I'm like, it's so true because distractions come in the crate, especially when you're at home, right? Am mm -hmm. I hungry? I'm hungry. Oh, wait, what's outside? <laughs> and I love the fact for me, I would recommend even um, doing it at the top of the day yeah. because it's out of the way, because when it gets to the evening, then, you know, I'm tired. Well, let me just wait. What am I going to eat for dinner? Well, let me call such and so. Let me check my, e there's so much to do. So consider, if what works for you doing it at the top of the day, but I, I mean, but I'm not a health coach, but that's, I'm just talking about in general. <laughs> okay, but I think in general, Dr. Tamika, the top of the day is the best time to do the things that are your biggest priorities. Get your workout in, just go for a walk for 30 minutes, you know, prep your meals for the, the rest of the day, get that pot of green tea going. It's, I worked in a restaurant, many restaurants, and they would always say like, set yourself up for success. So it's, you know, you, someone ordered a burger, you got your ketchup, mustard, everything on the table. They ordered soup, they've got their spoon waiting for them. I mean, those are very silly examples, but for us, you know, what do you need so that you can, get, like I used to lay my clothes out, or I still do, but I'm not really going to classes now. Um, but I used to go to a 6.30 workout class, which is crazy, AM. <laughs> and now, um, I still will do this. I'll lay my clothes out the night before in the bathroom. So all I have to do is just get up, put the leggings, put the sports bra on, and I'm ready to go. Once you put the outfit on, you're like, well, mine's well walk. Even if you just ended up doing errands in your clothes, you're still in that physically faster movement than if you had on a skirt and heels. Right. Oh, I, I set my clothes out. I set my clothes out in the morning. And so they're like that night before, so that I'm ready to go in the morning. I wake up and I'm like, okay, it's ready to go. And I'll even sometimes, if I'm really busy, I'll even have the next outfit for the day. Like I have my workout clothes and what I'm going to work for, wear for the day. So that way it's just one thing after the other. Like, okay, this is gone, this is done, and we go from there. Mm -hmm. All right, so we have Richie from San Diego. Can you talk about your most challenging client and how they overcame their particular obstacle? Oh, um, yes, I had a client that hated her job. Her goal when she first came was she wanted to work on herself. She'd had a baby, finding like who she was again, but she was really unhappy. And she said she felt like she just lost her happiness. And then we kind of like dug deeper, got in that she hated her job. She had an hour commute. So first I was like, well, hey, on your drive home, take off your heels, put on a pair of cozy socks and take off your tight work pants or your skirt, whatever it is, and bring sweat so that you can now physically feel different as you drive home. So we changed a few things about her work. And then I said, hey, you had mentioned in the beginning of us working together that there's a second location that's closer to your home. Have you ever reached out to ask if you could be transferred? 
She's like, no, I'm scared. I didn't. So I coach her around. Well, what's the fear around it? What's the worst case? What's the best case? Let's do a little role play and let's practice. Like, what would you say? A safe place for her to practice what she was going to say. And then she went and did speak to the manager over there. And she ended up getting transferred to a location that was closer to her, which now minimized her drive time. She was able to get a longer workout in. She was happier. The whole like home life improved just from switching her job. So this is one of the things that I like because it's like when you're thinking about, okay, when you really dive deep, right? When you really start talking to people, you start to understand like, okay, what are some ways and people need a little coaching and little nudge. Okay. You're okay. Let's just think about what else is going on. And like you said with your client that you're like, okay, why not think about X, Y, and Z? And that's what you did. I mean, and it worked. It really, really worked. And, and I think I was just as happy as she was. Like, it was so exciting for me to see that happen to her. Like, I'm definitely a very sensitive, empathetic person. Like, if you were to cry right now, I would cry. You laugh, I'll laugh with you. You know, like, you hate someone, I'll hate them with you. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what if they do? I don't like that person. Yeah, either. I'm like, I got your back, Dr. Tamika. <laughs> Believe me, I'd be like, mm-hmm. Then I know. Mm-hmm. Practice grace and gratitude. Grace and gratitude. I'm like, but that person really, the behavior of that person bothered me. Yeah, but you know what? I'm glad you said that. A lot of times, and it's such a good reminder, we have no idea what other people are going through, what their life is like. They might be smiling on the outside, or maybe they're like annoyed as they walk by. And it's not personal. Like it doesn't have to do with us, it's them. Like people, their actions and their words have nothing to do with us. And I always remind myself, I don't know what's going on in their life. Just be nice and have compassion. Just smile. It's, and it's sometimes hard to do, but it makes me feel better if I do that than like flip someone off if they cut me off. Oh my gosh. And it's, it's a conscious effort. It's a truly, I mean, as we work on your health, we really, I really want to focus, right. And just say that you have to be aware of how you're feeling your emotions because built up anger and stress and so forth wreaks havoc on your health. So I know Jill and I are saying, you know, like, okay, I'm like grace and gratitude. She's like, okay, I don't know what that person's been through. And it's true. You don't know the day what's happened right before. You don't know if someone's died. If they've lost their job. You don't know if there's a challenge in a relationship, the kids, we don't know anything, right? We just mm-hmm. see an angry person, but there's so much more that's going on. So if we can try to like not take offense, right? Cause as we take offense, we yeah. hold on to that. And then we hold on to that. And then we get home and like this person irritates you, that person irritates you. And then it's a, it's, it's a cascade. Like it just falls all the way downhill and then you kick the dog. You're like, why'd you kick the dog? <laughs> Don't kick the dog. <laughs> yeah, but that's where, like with bringing it back to wellness, like self-sabotage, then you come home and you drink mad at somebody or you eat the cupcake, like, oh, I'll show them. Like, this is going to make me feel better. You know, it's like all of these um, dark, low level vibrational feelings that overcome us. And then you start attracting that and you're like putting out that horrible energetic vibe. And I think it's really important. Uh, let me bring it back to this phrase. You know how they say you drink poison hoping that it kills your enemy? Oh, right. Right. I think about that all the time because I think, okay, if I'm going to hang on to this, it does nothing to the other person. All it does is it brings me down. It makes me upset. Then I'm like, eh, screw it. I'm going to eat chocolate instead of having like a healthy oatmeal for breakfast. You know, it's, it's all a domino effect. Um, it's, it's difficult to do. And like you said, it is a choice every day, but it's getting detached from our head and our heart. A lot of times we're like, so up in our head and we're not in our body, in our heart. What do I feel? And I know that might sound a little esoteric or spiritual, but just on the most basic human level, if you just stop and like, 
oh, when's the last time I took a deep breath? Like, am I connected to how did this make me feel? You know, I, I posted something the other day that life doesn't have to be perfect. It's just, it's the little moments in life. Like there's little moments that happen and seeing like the beauty, the gratitude. I, one of my favorite sayings is that gratitude is the yellow brick road to happiness. When we can find what we are grateful for about just the small things. Like the fact that you and I get to do this right now, we're in a pandemic, we can't go to the studio, but we can connect on Zoom. We can, you know, the listeners, like you guys can hear us. You can connect after this. Like we're all accessible. Like it's it's a pretty amazing thing, like where our world is at right now. And I think that's one of the things where you're like, and I, I joke about it, but at the same time, I'm really realistic about it, that it's the silver lining. It's like, where can you see, what's the, what has happened that's been plus well like what can you say like gosh i'm so thankful that i'm at home because if i wasn't at home then i wouldn't be able to do x y and z so having the um making the choice to look for it because it's so easy to get caught up in and um the pity party and i say you know you can have your pity party you know you can visit the house of pity but you can't live there so you got to come back to like i'm upbeat this is not me i had a moment and i'm okay and I'm okay. And I love this idea of, and I have heard that saying before, you know, I'm going to drink this poison hoping to kill somebody else. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. You're going to drink it and die and hoping to kill somebody next to you. They may even forget that you even lived and you're still over here tripping over that, tripping. Let me say what that is. Sorry, I just had a moment there. Like you're really acting like out of character <laughs> because <laughs> well, my rock stars may not have. So I want to make sure we're all on the same page. But I'm thinking, you know, you know, when you think about just this whole idea of being moving towards health now, are there any tips, other tips that you can share with our rock stars here on Rocky with Dr. Tamika? Oh, any other tips for health? Um, I would say if you could, no one has to be vegetarian, but just minimizing the amount of meat, dairy, of artificial chemical foods, cutting back. If you do drink soda, cutting back on soda, diet stuff, anything that is made in a lab takes a lab to fix it like pharmaceuticals, which actually don't fix it. If it's made in nature from mother nature, it's meant for us. So it's really, it's like, Oh, what do I eat? Just eat more fruits, more vegetables, more nuts, more seeds, more grains, like all the good high fiber um, carbohydrates. Like I eat a ton of carbs. I'm Jewish Italian. I'm a pizza bagel. Like I grew up on pasta and bagels. So my body needs carbohydrates, but I do sweet potatoes, beans, lentils. I do a lot of quinoa, brown rice, like things like that, that have a lot of fiber in it. Eat more fiber, drink more water, get more sleep, let go of the bullshit. Can I say that? I just did, but let just, it go. Yeah, like we, we let it go. We, we roll, we are rolling with it. Go ahead. Be you. <laughs> <laughs> I got passionate, but truly it's like, let it go because sure you can eat all that stuff that I just mentioned, but if we're holding on to resentments, if you're not happy, if you're just angry in life or you don't like how things are going, it's your life. Fix it, change it, decide to think a different way and decide to do things in a different way. And your life will 10 times get better. And I, I can appreciate like, you can change this. Like if you are doing something right now and you're like, you know, I'm really not loving the career I'm in, or I'm not really enjoying the relationship I'm in, or I'm not, I don't care for where I am in my life right now. Then what are the steps you need to take to start to move you in that direction? Do you need a health coach? Do you need someone to guide you? Do you need direction from a physician? What is it like, what are the simple things that you can do right now to help you get where you desire and deserve to be? It's a choice. Yes. I love that you said that. Yes. And everybody does deserve it. Everyone deserves to have good health, to eat good food and to also eat some fun food every now and again. But 
yeah, everybody more than deserves. And I think we forget how connected we are. Like we've all gone through very similar things. That's another thing I noticed that clients have said, oh my God, thank you for normalizing that. I thought I was the only person that thought this way. And I'll tell them like, I think this way, I felt this way. I've definitely had these moments. I share very personal stuff. Like I'm an open book and I don't know what's right or wrong, but I just do what's right for me. I like to share stuff because I think it's important that everyone knows like we're all in this together. Like no one has it all figured out. We're all figuring it out together. And the more that we come together, the more that we uplift and we create a happier, healthier world. I know it sounds so cliche, but it is true. No, I look, I'm always like a healthy you leads to a healthy community. My rock stars on Rocket with Dr. Tamika will hear me say it. A healthy you leads to a healthy community. And we need healthy communities right now more than ever before. And I think about how, um, how much joy it is when you see people laughing and just smiling and just like, when's the last time you just said hello to someone in the market as you grocery shop with the mask on you, we got to stay away. You scared. Just how are you? Yeah. And just listen, are you okay? Good. Good to see you. Nice to see you. I can see you're smiling with your eyes. My rock stars, you can smile with your eyes. Even though you're covered up from nose to chin, you can smile with your eyes. You and sure can. Yeah. And I like to wave at people since they can't see you smiling. Like I'll wave at them and then they'll wave back. And it's just, I mean, it's a very quick connection, but like that little moment makes me feel good. It's one of the things that I, I just think that we need more moments like that. And when I think about the moment of what you said earlier about less meat, one of the challenges that I have is that I'm always hungry when I do less meat. Like right now I'm in a less meat state of life. So fish and veggies or just all veggies. And I'm like, oh my God, like right now I'm like, Jill, I'm starving. So, and I'm not doing grains. <laughs> I haven't heard you mention healthy fats. So nuts, seeds, avocado, olive oil, um, coconut oil, like all of those are great. And also the complex carbs, yes. beans, lentils, those are longevity foods. They're anti-cancer foods. They are beauty foods. They'll help you poop foods. I mean, the list goes on. <laughs> she like, they'll keep you fuller. They'll, yeah. I, you know, I'm a huge fan of what makes you go number two, because there's so many things that uh, are, I'm going to say a detriment to us when you're clogged up. And it's really important. Like Number two should be the number one goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. If you hear, I need a show about number two. So if you're number two, if you, what we're talking about is poo or a bowel movement or stool, because so many people, when you're thinking about it, it's a, it's like a private topic, you know, it's like, oh, well, do you really want to talk about this? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Because we're moving towards, we have to say, I have to say it over and over again. What are the, two, what are the ways to be healthy right now? What are some ways in a health, if your poo is not healthy, there's something going on with you. There's something every other day, every five days, every four days, that's not what's supposed to happen right now. It's minimum once a day, two to three times a day would be ideal. Jill, you and think? Yes. And that's where also drinking water comes in. You know, it's 80% of our poop is made up of water. Our bodies are made up of water. You know, a lot of people get tired or uh, foggy thinking and poor skin, all of that is because you're just not drinking enough water. I'm a huge fan of herbal teas as well. And matcha tea, ginger, you know, putting herbs into the water that also counts towards your water consumption. I think drinking tea is one of the best things that people could do. It's super inexpensive. You can buy tea anywhere. You could buy a big bag of loose leaf tea and just continuously make cup after cup. And that's one of the best things that you could do. Oh my gosh. I I may be a tea snob. Okay. I just, I don't like, I'm not snob. I'm like, I love good tea. And I can drink tea all day, every day, hot, cold, rainy, in the desert. I can drink tea because I just think it's refreshing. I enjoy it. And I don't add any sugar or anything to it. So, and there's, I think there's a misconception that with tea, 
Um, there's none that all of them need to have something added to flavor, but some of them are so good by themselves that you don't need to add absolutely anything to them. You've had that experience yourself, I think. I agree. Yeah. I'm like shaking my head over here. Um, matcha green tea. Amazing. Again, like crazy anti-cancer L-theanine helps calm the nervous system. It's detoxifying. You have hibiscus, which is dark red. It's like the highest in antioxidants, uh, following matcha, but that's tart and delicious ginger, like a ginger turmeric tea digestion, anti-inflammatory. Yeah. And that's like spicy. It's warming. you got peppermint. Like all of these teas have so many different health properties and give you different, like, I mean, you just saw my range of emotion. Like they all give you different feelings. <laughs> We're going all over. This brings this up, this brings you down. And mm -hmm. I think some people are just like, oh, that's only for, it's only for this person or this kind of personality. Anyone can drink tea. Anyone can have a good time drink it, relax, share it. I used to have an annual tea party where I would bring different teas. We would try them. And they were like, you don't do your tea parties anymore. And I'm like, because I'm not in my house. I'm just I waiting know. in my house. <laughs> so tea, my rock stars. I mean, I need you to understand. I mean, Jill, you have to grace us with how can people connect with you? Let the rock stars know. If they want to work with you, how can they connect with you? Hey, come on over to my house. My address is... <laughs> <laughs> Tea and healthy food. Um, I would love to connect with any of you and I'm very active and it's just me. No one runs anything. It's just me. So reach out. Um, I am at Jill on uh, Instagram at jill.annenberg.lawrence, J-I-L-L dot A-N-E-N-B-E-R-G dot Lawrence, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. My website is jilllawrencehealth.com. And when you go into my website, I have a free presentation when you sign up for my super fun newsletter. And the presentation is very, really timely. Right now, it's all about how to boost your immunity and your energy. And it's a quick, condensed, really fun presentation. Uh, so that is a gift for you when uh, you sign up for the newsletter. One more time, your website again, please, Jill. You are jilllawrencehealth.com. So simple, jilllawrencehealth.com. My rock stars, you know that she's amazing. She's fun, uh, bright, uplifting, definitely dropping knowledge. Like when she gets to talking about the different chemicals, you know, she really liked that. She like paraldehyde, over here, paraben, obesogens. And she was just dropping knowledge left and right. And with that, you can use it. And that's what's most powerful about it. It's, usable it's doable and it's relatable and she has been most definitely fun and i am like <laughs> i'm over here like oh cute i don't know what we're gonna do with this show I'm like we're gonna drop some music in here or what because this has been um so much fun and yet so full of great information from the toxins to you know the loving yourself and the importance of you know letting go and smiling i mean that's what health is about that's all healthy to me. What do you think, Jill? I'm with you. And I think we are soul sisters and I'm so grateful to have had the opportunity to do the show and to talk with you. And yeah, it was fun because I, I didn't know exactly what we were going to talk about, but I knew it was just going to be a perfect transition from one thing to the next and exactly what was needed to be shared today. It was a lot of information. So for Dr. Tamika's rock stars, if any of it was over your head or you're like, okay, well, you mentioned a chemical, but what do I switch for this? I don't want anyone to feel overwhelmed or they don't know what the next step is. So please reach out. I'm more than happy to give you a couple different recommendations for like a new toothpaste or a new deodorant or a new non-toxic lube because that's important too <laughs> she didn't even get you the lube i mean the lube is real <laughs> you talk about if you can't eat your ingredients <laughs> uh, if you just can't eat ah there you go so 
with that being said, until the next show, my rock stars who are tuned in to Rock It with Dr. Tamika, this has been a blast. Remember, a healthy you leads to a healthy community. Stay tuned to our next show. Give us a review and let us know how we're doing. What can we come to talk to you more about? Have an amazing time, my rock stars. You're listening to Rock It with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio.